I love this song. It's one of the best songs this year. La 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 la. Ladies and gentlemen, this DJ's out of his mind. Rock and roll. What is this? This hurts my ears. It's awful. Why on earth would they play this song? My ears hurt. You know, it's funny that I absolutely love the first song he played and really don't like this one. I wonder why that is. Why does one song sound great to me and the other one doesn't? Let's get ready to rock and roll! Maybe this is a question my investigators can answer. Now, where is my Let's Investigate Frequency Modular Transponder? Ah, there it is! Answer, 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 come on! Hi, Izzy. Hi, guys. I need to turn this song off. Izzy, what's that racket? That's exactly why I'm ringing you. The radio DJ has just played a song I really don't like. It's heavy metal music. It sounds like a wall of sound. It really does. That band is definitely not One Direction. It got me thinking. I wonder why I don't like this song so much, yet other songs sound so beautiful. That's a really good question. Why do we enjoy some sounds, but hate others? Like when you're singing out of tune, Louise. Come to think of it, when does sound become music and not just noise? Louise, I think we'll need to look into this one a little bit further. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? If I'm right in my thinking of what you might be thinking. Come on, let's investigate. La 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 Ah, my ears! Make her stop! Let's investigate. Well, I'm standing here in front of the RTE Concert Orchestra as they perform in Dublin City Centre with one of their lead musicians, David Agnew, who plays the oboe. The oboe is a wind instrument. Listen to that. David, what is an orchestra and what kind of instruments are we seeing here? Well, first of all, it's a sound and um, an orchestra is just literally a band. It's a bunch of musicians playing instruments in a very sophisticated way because they've all spent years and years learning to be that good. There's four sections. I mean, we have stringed instruments like violins, which everybody knows. We have wind instruments like flutes. Uh, We have brass instruments like trumpets and we have uh, percussion instruments like drums. you play the oboe, what section do you play in? Well, I'm in the wind section. The wind instruments sit in the middle and the strings sit at the front and you would have the violins playing the high notes on the left and you would have the bass uh, basses playing the low notes on the right. And then you have the brass at the back because they make the biggest noise of all. You want them kind of a bit further away so they don't drown out the sound. You say say that to any kid and they all immediately become the superhero themselves. (laughs) 
So what is an oboe and what kind of sound does it make? Well, the oboe is a, is a wind instrument, so it means you blow into it, and it's a uh, reed instrument, which makes it slightly different from the flute in that it has a, a double reed, which is basically like a little lollipop stick stuck in, in, in the top of a scrape, very thin, so it vibrates, and um, it gives a characteristic sound because of the conical bore of the instrument. In front of us now, the conductor is standing facing the orchestra, making some very strange movements also. It's like he's dancing with his arms. What exactly is he doing? <laughs> he's the driver of the bus. You know, uh, they say like the orchestra uh, is, is a, a bus full of musicians. But unless somebody knows where they're going and is actually driving the whole thing, um, it's very hard to get anywhere. I suppose you call him the leader of the pack. You know, he knows where we're going and he knows he organises us all to play at the same time because of those movements. And then when he brings his arm down, we all start. And then he organises his movements in a very organised fashion so that we all play at the same time together. And each member of the orchestra has the stand with sheet music on it because they're reading the musical notes in front of them. What is a musical note and how are the orchestra keeping in time with each other? Well, it's, it's the language, you know, it's like a letter of an alphabet, you know, you, how, you, how, do you read, uh, how do you read a book? You read them with words and letters. If you're far away on the other side of the stage, you necessarily can't hear when somebody is playing. You know, obviously, the, the sound is delayed by the time you hear it. So that's why we have to follow the conductor so that everybody plays the notes at the same time. Wow, thanks David. There's a lot more to the RTE Concert Orchestra than meets the ear. Let's investigate. I see these beautiful instruments all around us. What type of instruments are these, Mickey? Well, this instrument I have here with me now is uh, it's called the Illan Pipes. And that's what I do for a living. This is what I make. I made this particular set here. The Illan means your elbow, and they're unique to Ireland. They're a unique Irish instrument. And you've given me a clue now as to how you play them, because, Mickey Dunn, you make and play the Illan pipes, so why uh, does it mean elbow? Illan is the Irish word for your elbow. And if you look at my hand here now, Colin, under my arm I've got the bellows, and that's the source of the air for the pipes. And that's an Illan pipe chanter reed. Mickey, you make these from scratch, isn't that right? That's right, yeah. I make them start from just a lump, few lumps of timber and a few pieces of brass pipe. It's amazing. So you can take something like a piece of timber that doesn't make any sound to make something beautiful like this musical instrument that makes wonderful loud sounds. Well, it is. In fact, it's one of the sweetest instruments on the, on, on the universe, I would say, the Ellen Pipes. It's, it's um, my favourite instrument of all time. And if you look at my chanter here, look, this was made from a, a two-inch block of wood, ebony, from Africa, that's the type of wood I use. Sometimes I use native Irish woods, I could use boxwood, I could use holly, very, very good wood too. This might be a silly question, but do different woods make different sounds? Yes, of course, yeah. I, I like a nice, bright, lively kind of a tone for my pipes, and that's why I use ebony quite a bit. And 
and you use all your tools here in the workshop to do that. You chisel away and you bore holes. Yes, I do everything mainly, mainly, well, I have a few machines, but it's mainly handwork, you know, the old-fashioned way. You will never get a sound from the pipes unless you use this reed. As I said, this is the heart and soul of the reed, of the, the yelling pipes. Do you know that drone effect? And that just constantly goes, and you play your melody over that. Then. And is this the air vibrating as it goes along? No, no, it's the reed vibrating. The air blows the reed just like I'm doing now. That's it. Would it be easy to make musical instruments at home? I know they wouldn't sound as good as your illum pipes, but let's say people listening, if they had bits and bobs lying around the house, can you make things that make sounds like instruments? Well, call them for, for, for thousands and thousands of years. That's what people did. People made music out of a comb and a piece of, piece of silver paper. People made music out of making their own flutes, making drums at home. Before ever technology came in, that's what people did. And of course you can. Yeah, you can, you can do that. Because sounds, sounds has an effect on the human being. Sounds affect people, you know, and sounds relax people, and sounds, sound can... What it gives, Colm, is, is it, it can hit emotions in people, do you know? I have two daughters, uh, Breed and Eve, and they're both fiddle players. And the fiddle and the violin, they're different to the Ellen pipes because they're not connected with air, but more vibrations, isn't it, when you hit these strings with a bow? They're a stringed instrument, and... It, it, the sound produced from a violin is, is from the strings tightened, tightened up to an extent. When you run the bow across it, you get a sound. A sound is all vibrations anyway. Everything. Like, a, like on a cartoon I've seen where there's a really tight wire and someone kind of pulls it out and it goes boing. That vibration you hear, boing. Well, you're about to give me a blast of your illum pipes here now. And if these were the bagpipes, you'd have to fill up your lungs with air to blow into it. But you're going to... You must have strong arms because you keep using them. I have, and I've been playing for 40 years, so I'm well used to it now, Colm. <laughs> I'll fill up the bag here and play a bit of the tune. Well, let's hear them. Do you hear that? It's a song being sung by Deirdre Moynihan, a soprano from Cork. Deirdre, that song is so beautiful. Deirdre, what do you think makes a song beautiful? I think the melody is very, very important. And if the melody is something that people enjoy listening to, I think they find the whole song beautiful. And so a composer, when he's trying, he or she are trying to tell us what melody he would like us to sing, he writes the music down on what's called a stave. So when you are listening along to something like the Danube Waltz, which is a very, very popular piece, you would be able to count along like this. One, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. So you can hear, you would actually be able to dance to something like that because the rhythm has a pattern that repeats and so you would find that you could move in time to the music, which is a very enjoyable thing for many people to do. When a composer wants to give you a particular feeling or when, a particular feeling when you're listening to a piece of music he will choose the time signature to fit the mood he wants to create. So if music doesn't keep a beat does that make that piece of music unpleasant? 
everything will sound kind of crazy and you're not going to be able to beat along to it. You won't be able to tap your hand along to the piece because we'll all be playing at different times and that wouldn't work at all. To help everybody keep in time, you also have a conductor and he will beat the beats out for you so that you can watch him. And when he's doing that first beat, the one, he'll use a particular sign for that one so that everyone can stay in time and everyone knows to be in time with that first beat of the bar. Well, Deirdre, when I listen to music from now on, I think I'll be listening out for that time signature. So let's try it together. One, two, three. One, two, three. One, two, three. One, two, three. So we click on the one. Click on the one and count to three. Count to three. Couldn't be easier. Let's investigate. I'm Sophie from Dublin and I love science and music. Some music can be really catchy though and I can't get it out of my head. Some people call this kind of music earworms. You sing or hum them over and over again. The shortest national anthem in the world is the Japanese anthem. It is only 11 bars of music in length. You can make your own musical instruments at home too. All you need are a couple of drinking glasses water and a pencil. Place the glasses on a table beside each other. Put a little bit of water in the first one, a little bit more in the next one, and so on. Now tap one of the glasses with the pencil. Listen to the sound. Now tap the next one. It sounds different to the first. You'll find that with different levels of water, you'll hear different sounds. See if you can make a tune using the bottles. Let's investigate. What's that noise outside my window? Hi, Izzy. Phew, it's you two. I got such a fright. Come on in. Hang on. How did you guys get up to my window? With our brand new Let's Investigate hover boots. Look, see, they help us to fly. I must visit the Let's Investigate headquarters soon. I want a pair of them. But let's get back to business. This music is hurting my head. What did you find out about music and what makes it beautiful? Well, first of all, we got a chance to see what it takes to make some beautiful music as I got the chance to sneak into a rehearsal of the RTE Concert Orchestra where David Agnew, who plays an instrument called the oboe, told me how the orchestra is divided into different sections. So everyone with the violin in the orchestra, for example, sits with everyone else with the violin. Also, the conductor helps to direct the music so they all remain in time with each other. And I met a man who makes Ellen pipes and he told me how musical instruments are made. When he constructs an Ellen pipe, he uses particular woods, skins and exact measurements. So each set of Ellen pipes makes the same beautiful sound. And finally, I found out how beautiful music is often down to rhythm and timing. If an orchestra or an instrument is playing out of tune or out of time, then it can sound chaotic and really not great to the ear. That's why a song usually has a beat timed perfectly, like this. One, two, three, one, two, three, one, two. That's great, guys. Thanks so much. But this heavy metal song sounds like it's in time and the instruments are all in tune. So why don't I like it? 
Well, Izzy, everybody's different. Some people like different foods that other people don't like. It's the same with music. Some people love that kind of music. Others think it is awful. Thanks so much, guys. Now about those hover boots. Investigation closed. Let's investigate. Let's Investigate was written by Colin Flynn and Louise Denver and featured Izzy Stewart. The programme was made with the support of the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland and funded with the television licence fee. The series producer was Martina Madlin.